Hello everyone, I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, a testimony of your story for His glory. Ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great joy to bring a military veteran Ron Bracy to testimony. Ron Bracy is a proven tough guy. Adopted at the age of five, he grew up without a lot of advantages, but he won acceptance into the elite U.S. Air Force Academy and then spent his 42-year military career in the Air Force, flying nearly 200 combat missions, nearly half of them over North Vietnam. He's a man of faith, later earned a Ph.D. in Biblical Studies, and moved into the Air Force Chaplaincy. His last active duty assignment was to the Military Joint Chiefs of Staff at the Pentagon, where he was on duty on 9-11 and worked to save others. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Ron Gracie. Ron, sir, welcome to Testimony. Thank you, Ms. Jensen. It's my privilege to be here, and thank you for having me on your show. Well, it's an honor to have you here. Your book, entitled Walk On, you said earlier, is in its third printing. Yes, ma'am. Tell us about your book and your story. Uh, Walk On is a story written for every person in the world because everybody deals with despair in their lives at one time or another. It might be a death of a family member, which is what my family and I had to deal with. It could be a loss of a job or divorce or a long-term illness. All of those things cause us to sometimes, oftentimes, always walk in the valley of despair. The issue is how do we walk on in the midst of that valley? And the book is based on the Old Testament prophet Habakkuk, who himself walked through the valley of despair. Can you expound? I think of Habakkuk as a prosecuting attorney with God on the witness stand. And we know that Habakkuk's story extended over decades because almost his opening words are, How long, O oh God, how long before you answer me? And the prophet, like us today, was living in a time of a corrupt government, greedy business practices, unethical educators, false prophets, and high priests within the religion of Judaism. And Habakkuk couldn't understand that. How could a good God, a God of love, allow that to happen? So he kept questioning God. But God was silent for a long, long period of time. Finally, God answered him, and he said, Habakkuk, I'm at work in your world, and I'm going to tell you what I'm doing, but you're not going to believe me. We don't either oftentimes, because we've put God in a box, and we only hear him when he fits into our box. And so the prophet had to learn how to walk on with the messages that God gave him. And the answer comes almost at the very end of the book, when Habakkuk says, even though I've lost everything, even though evil is all around me, God gives me the strength to walk on to the mountaintops. And so that became my family and my experience uh, in our own life. 
Tell us about how you lost your son. Our son followed in my footsteps into the military, and he was a pilot in special operations, which means we never knew where he was. He flew the longest low-level combat mission since World War II uh, during the Iraqi war. And he was actually on a combat mission, training mission, during the time that he was killed in Albania. And we did not know that. Mm. He was killed at 8.05 p.m. on March the 31st of 2005. We received the phone call at 12.24 a.m. April 1st. And on the line was my daughter-in-law calling from Milden Hall Air Force Base in England. And her first words were, Dad, Todd's missing. And I knew uh, with those words that it was not going to be good news. Mm. And she continued to share what they, at that point in time, knew that he had disappeared. Uh, He was flying a mission. He had eight crew members. Uh, And uh, she said, would you and Mom come? Because the girls and I need you. Within a day, we were on an airplane headed to England. And there, we were with her for the next three weeks as we went through the process of the formal finding of them and the memorial services and uh, helping her move from England to come back to live with us. And in that time, time stopped for me. Well, I just want to say that I'm so sorry for your loss. And even though it happened in 2005, I don't think a parent really ever gets over the loss of their son. It's not supposed to work that way, as they say. We don't know why. God takes someone home when he takes them home and in the way he takes them home. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Ron Bracey. His book, Walk On, From the Valley of Despair to the Mountaintop of Praise. What is the correct title for you, Mr. Bracey? You're obviously a highly decorated military veteran. How can I properly address you? Well, you know, really, God has taken me through so many journeys in life. I'm just a simple country boy from the hills of Arkansas. But God has taken me, obviously, through the military. Uh, I have a, uh, earned a Ph.D. in biblical studies and ethics. He's taken me to teaching at seminaries and universities. And now I'm teaching in secondary schools, and I just have a great joy of being with uh, those young people and being able to invest God's truths in their lives and to walk with them through their journey. Why do you share in your book that your message is for everyone? Well, everybody experiences despair in life. And in my own life experience, uh, I knew that God was. I knew that he was there. But he was absolutely silent in my life after Todd's death. But it was just day by day walking, knowing God was there, but not really 
conscious of him being there. When we moved to San Antonio, I couldn't find a job. And San Antonio is known as the military city of America. I couldn't find a job. So I went to school, and I come from a family of teachers. So I got a teaching degree, and, uh, but I couldn't get a job teaching. And this went on and on, and finally, God opened a door for USAA Insurance Company headquarters there in San Antonio, and uh, a general intervened, and I got hired, and so I was there for two years, and I went through a life-threatening illness during that period of time when God, again, seemed to be silent. Communications company hired me to be one of their managers, but I didn't have contentment. I I was not, I, I did my job and did it well, but one morning I walked out of the fitness center and walked to my Jeep which is Todd's Jeep, and I just looked up and I said, God, get me out of this desert. (laughs) Five o'clock that afternoon, I was handed a pink slip. I walked out the doors and stood on the steps of the company and just raised my hand like Rocky Balboa did. (laughs) And uh, Talk about a quick answer to prayer. Oh, yes. When God gets ready to talk, he talks. uh, But I said to them as I was leaving, I said, I just know I'm going to be teaching. And this was April, three weeks before school was to start, I received a phone call from this Christian school. And they said, we'd like to talk to you. And uh, they hired me. But still, there was this silence from God. But in an afternoon class on, uh, in November, my students and I were talking about Daniel. They're teenagers, Daniel was a teenager. And all that Daniel lost in his experience, his family, his home, his religion, everything. And I remembered a passage of scripture in the book of Mark, chapter 10, in which Jesus is teaching the disciples what the cost would be to follow him. And impulsive Peter says, Lord, we've left everything. (laughs) And Jesus said, Peter, you leave your father and your mother and your brothers and your sisters and your possessions and you follow me I will restore you a hundredfold and when I said the word hundredfold I froze for three to four minutes just standing there (laughs) and my students were just sitting watching they knew something was happening and uh, what was happening was God was saying Ron I took your one son, and I've restored a hundredfold, and I had 105 students. Wow. So to this day, I've had 100 plus students every year, Wow. and every year, my students are not my students, and their parents know this. Those students are my sons and daughters. Jensen, if I could just close with one word to your listeners, and that is the book is about each one of us, but even more importantly, the book is about God and his sovereignty, his control of everything, and that's where we find the hope that we can walk on in the midst of the difficulties of life. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to author, speaker, chaplain, teacher, war veteran, and so much more, Ron Bracey. Walk On Book 
www.ronbracy.com. Ron Bracy, we thank you. God bless you. Thank you for your service to our country. God bless you. Thank you, Tenzine. I appreciate it. When you walk through a storm, hold your head up high and don't be afraid of the dark. At the end of the storm, there's a golden sky and the sweet silver song of the Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensen Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensenbard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.